I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So your choice to win Super Bowl 57, Jamar Chase, is... This is the Rich Eisen Show. Billy, I just lost this to Chiefs, and I don't like them. Live from the Super Bowl experience in downtown Phoenix, Arizona. You're bitter is what you're saying. You I'm pissed. I'm a little salty. I'm going to go with Philly. Okay. Just because they got a better roster. I just like their roster look. You know what I'm saying? They up front is incredible. Coming up, Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. Broncos head coach Sean Payton. Plus, all the latest from Super Bowl 57. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of our third and final day in the Super Bowl state of Arizona, live on the Roku channel, free on every Roku device known to man. It's also free on select Samsung Smart TVs, free on Amazon Fire TV, free on the Roku app, free at the RokuChannel.com for all of you watching us on the internet and streaming us. We also say hello to our terrestrial radio outfit, courtesy of Westwood One, helping us out so much and partnering up with us. Sirius XM Odyssey, we say hello to those audiences that are streaming us live right here from the convention center in Phoenix, Arizona, the Super Bowl experience. Sean Payton, the new head coach of the Denver Broncos, Super Bowl winning head coach from his days with the Saints is going to be stopping by. Hour number three, Bert Kreischer will be here, hopefully keeping shirts on for that interview And he joins us. Aiden Hutchinson in hour number three. Rob Riggle is going to help us take everyone to Super Bowl weekend. That's hour number three, but we kick off hour number two right here with the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings here, courtesy of K-Jewelers, Kirk Cousins. Good to see you, Kirk. Rich, great to see you. It's again, I should say it's good to see you again. Yeah. I saw you last yes. night yes. backstage. It's kind of funny. I'm getting set to go out there and do my thing at NFL Honors uh, for the Hall of Fame, I turn to my right, and there you're standing <laughs> with an insane amount of ice around your... There's the photograph right there. Wow. That's us. Wow. Backstage. Yep. That took, they, a, that took a few minutes of prep, I imagine. When, when I went to wardrobe, they said, okay, we got 17 chains for you. And I said, who decided that 16 was too few and 18 was too many? I like that. That was 17 chains right there. I like that. It did take a while to put on and take off. Normally, you're just used to the one, right? Is that yeah, basically yeah, it? Well, I mean, normally I'm used to having none, but yeah, uh, this true. season it became a thing. So at first it was one. Yes. And the next game it was three, four, five. And then yes. the next game it was shirtless. And then at that point, I ran out of 
ideas. So. And and uh, <laughs> what about the singing last night? What about? Yeah, that I was a little you? flat, but uh, we had fun with it. It was a great time. Kelly, I thought did an awesome job hosting. She was great. She was yeah, great. it's it's you know we're NFL players, so it's a bit of a tough audience. It's not showbiz that you're performing for. So uh, yeah. Um, but she was awesome, and it was fun to to do that. I mean, I listened to that song that I parodied in high school, you know, and so to sing it with her, you're kind of one of those moments where you're like, this is awesome. I'm living a dream. Yeah, blown away by just everybody that's in that spot. Every every year, I'm, I'm you know I don't get jaded. It's kind of <laughs> right. cool. Who did you meet last night? Any anybody else that you? I mean, you see so many NFL greats. Um, you know, Dan Fouts was there. I shook his hand and I just said, hey, you're one of the best ever. My dad says you probably are the best ever. So um, it's just fun to see guys like that, especially in their gold jackets. And, um, you know, Terry Bradshaw uh, and then all the other current great players. And uh, um, it was fun, too, because I ran into Jared and Brittany Payton. Mm-hmm. And we all went to the same elementary school in Did Chicago. Really? Yeah, so uh, Brittany, Brittany was quizzing me to see if I could sing the uh, Grove Avenue fight song. And I could, and she knew it, too. So okay. it was fun. How does, uh, how does that go? <laughs> I'm all sung out. I knocked you're, it out you're last done night. Singing? Yeah, I'm all Although sung I, out. I did hear, I got to tell you, Kirk, I did hear through the grapevine that you do have an actually really good singing voice. Decent, decent. It's but, okay. At their years of barking out snap counts, you know, what are you, what is that? Yes, right. My voice keeps getting scratchier and scratchier. But uh, right. I was in a little singing show choir in high school, and oh. so uh, my mom had us in musicals as kids and things. So there's a background there, but uh, I'm far more a football player than I am a singer. Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. What do you think of the matchup of this yeah, Super Bowl? Kirk? Well, I think what do you it, got for me? You know, over the the long NFL season, these really were the two best teams. Um, so I think it's it's fitting that they're in the Super Bowl. Um, just observing from a distance, I watched a lot more of the Eagles than I did of the Chiefs throughout the season, just because we had so many common opponents. You but, also played them in week two. Correct. Yeah, we, I uh-huh. saw them up close and personal. But um, my, my head would say the Eagles, you know, are probably the better football team overall. Why is that? Um, just the line play. You see the D line. You know, they've just been dominant. I mean, all season long. And I think their their only losses were really when Jalen Hurts wasn't playing. And so they've just from you know wire to wire just been convincing. But you know the Chiefs are there for a reason, and uh, they've been at the top of the league now for several years for a reason, and um, and so I do think it'll be a great football game. And it's interesting with Hertz. I'd love to linger with Hertz a little bit with you, uh, especially since you know he said there were a bunch of people that weren't you know um, welcoming him with open arms. They didn't think he. They were surprised that he was selected there. I mean, you want to talk about somebody who was drafted and surprised the fan base that being drafted there. You're you're kind of <laughs> you're kind of that guy, you yeah, know. Like I yeah. mean, for, and it seems drafted RG three being drafted. Yeah. You're drafted there too. Sure, but there's how to be a bunch of folks there. Were kind of why is he here? And he kind of voice that he had that feeling when he was there in Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I think in pro football, what I've learned through my decade of experience with it is yes. sometimes you just never can tell. And you don't know what's going to happen. And it's so key for us as players to just keep going to work, keep our head down, stay humble, stay hungry, and believe. And you never know what's going to happen. I think Jalen's done that. And I think a lot of great players in this league have done that. But you start to find that Jalen's story, my story, is actually more normal than people might think because certainly the first-round picks get a lot of attention and the guys who are supposed to be great. Yes. But whether it's Tom Brady, whether it's Jalen Hurts, whether it's any number of offensive, defensive linemen, there are a lot of guys who have carved out great careers in this league that nobody saw coming out of high school or out of college. 
Yeah. So did, were there moments where you were wondering, will I get a shot? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, I remember, you know, even coming out of Michigan State and you're in the draft process and you're you're even wondering, am I going to get picked? And then when you do get picked, wondering, you know, am I going to get a shot? I remember Kyle Shanahan, the day after I was drafted, gave me a call and he just said, Kirk, the goal is that you would play well in preseason games and we would trade you. That's really the model where this works out well. Is that what he said? That was the model. And I understood because he said I coached Matt Schaub in Houston and that was the model that he took. He backed up Michael Vick in Atlanta for three years, played well in preseason games in a small stint where Mike got hurt. We traded for him in Houston and he had a great career with us in Houston. So he said that's really a great model. It can be done. So don't think that because you're backing up that it's a dead end. The preseason is going to give you a great opportunity to someday get traded. But really, that was the model, was this works out well if you can give us a couple of draft picks down the road by getting traded. (laughs) How did you take that? Well, I I think, you know, as my dad said, an hour after I was picked, he said, Kirk, Mike Shanahan has coached around Bill Walsh, around John Elway, around Steve Young. If he's picking you in in a situation where it really wouldn't be logical to, he believes in you, and he sees something in you. So he said, I would take that as a, as a vote of confidence that Kyle and Mike really think you can play, and, and they're going to have your back. And sure enough, as time has proven, they, they did. Well, I mean, a lot of the conversation around at the time, because uh, I was sitting on a draft set, and we were talking yeah, about were it there. right after that, yep. was that maybe the Shanahans weren't the ones sold on RG3 to begin with. Did, yeah, I don't think that was the case. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Mike had a vision for how they could use Griff running the football right. and the difference it could make in this league with a running quarterback and to their credit and to Griff's credit they did I mean he won rookie of the year and t- defenses didn't really have a great answer and they were able to regulate defenses and Mike and Kyle both have such great football minds they they had a way of being able to really make his skill set a problem for defenses um, so certainly it was a uh, I think something that they understood what they were doing yeah and now you take a look at Hertz himself I mean you talk about running and passing threat yeah, dynamite oh, yeah. this year. Just yeah, the RPO dynamite. game it continues to be tough to defend if you know what you're doing, and and uh, and then you got to have a, a quarterback who really can run it and knows how to run it, and clearly he's he's good at it and has a great feel for it, as do their entire team and their scheme, their offense. So it's tough to defend. Like you said, I watched it week two. It was it was tough to defend, and it's a defense also. Their D line is just it's tough, man. They make you earn it. Kirk Cousins here, courtesy of K Jewelers, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before we get to that, um, your receiver. Um, uh, left double-fisted last night. He, <laughs> That's he, did right. not, he did not have an empty hand. No, he didn't. Last night. What, what is that. it like throwing a Justin Jefferson? Yeah, you know, we traded for uh, traded Digsy to Buffalo. Right. You're, you're kind of like, well, what's the plan here? Because we're we've got Adam Thielen, but we're we're losing one of our better players. What's the plan? They said, well, we're going to get a first-round pick, and the plan will be to draft a receiver. I said, that's that's great if we get a great receiver, but I've also been around a lot of, you know, seen a lot of players get drafted who don't really pan out the way it was planned. And right. So we were very fortunate that we, we picked the fifth receiver in that draft and ended up with Justin Jefferson. Wow. So it worked out so well. Obviously it worked out well for Buffalo too. I don't think they're disappointed, but um, to get Justin where we did we could have never predicted that he'd be what he's been. I mean, it set the rookie record for yards and then year two to top that mm-hmm. and then year three to do what he's done. Um, at some point, we're going to plateau. We can't just keep going up, but uh, you know, he's, he's a phenomenal player. And then Kevin, I can't say enough about the job that he did to week after week as defenses were working hard to take Justin away, yes. to keep finding ways to get Justin the ball and scheme it up so he is open and I can work him. 
Kevin did a great job there. Yeah, and so what? What? Where do we go from here? Cause yeah, you, you 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 win the division. Yeah. you don't finish well at all. No. I mean, regular season, and obviously we saw what happened in the playoffs. Right. What what? To what do you attribute that? Yeah, so walking off the field, that's the exact question that I ask myself is where do we go from here? Because you win 13 games. We're 11-0 in one-score games in the regular season. Um, We win a division title, host a home playoff game. There's a lot of positives there. Um, But when you lose a home playoff game, you know, there's a lot of frustration and disappointment. And so um, certainly, you know, the goal is to, as we get back in April, you know, is to just build this thing again from the ground up. You start 0-0. You'd love to think that 13 wins somehow gives you a head start in the 23, but it doesn't. Right. We all start even in April, and we got to build this thing up again and uh, and plan to get back to that home playoff game setting if we can. And then from there, we got to get the job done and keep going. What do you think Rodgers is going to decide when he emerges from the darkness? <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, I do think that when you have a great contract like he has, it's tough to walk away. Yeah. It's, it's a great, I mean, he signed a great contract, so uh, I would think it'd be, you know, he'd be motivated to come back as to whether he's in Green Bay or not. I don't know, but I still think he's one of the elite best players in our game. And whoever he plays for, he's, he's going to make a real difference for him. And, you know, I would think Green Bay, but I don't, I don't know. That's what it sounds like. I, I, I would think that, too. Or maybe Vegas, I don't know. But four days in darkness. <laughs> you, yeah, I mean, you never you know. know. I mean, he, he did the ayahuasca, and he then won two MVPs. So <laughs> he, he seems to have a, have a plan. He does. He does. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about uh, K Jewelers yeah. and, and what, uh, what you're doing with them. Yeah, so Kay's partnered with the NFL, and they're now making uh, pieces that are, that are licensed. So as a fan yes. of your team, you can now wear the jewelry with that logo. So my mm-hmm. wife, Julie, has a, a necklace with the Norseman Viking logo on uh-huh. it. And, you know, for Julie, it's fun because for us, the jewelry, you know, it represents so much more than just a team logo. I mean, it's it's our life. It's what we do for a living. All of our greatest memories as a family center around being a part of the Minnesota Vikings. And so it means a lot to Julie to be able to wear that piece to games and to team events. And so now anybody as a fan can go out and get jewelry pieces, um, you know, of their team yes. from, through K and, and, you know, just in time for Valentine's Day. It's perfect. It's right around the corner. <laughs> it's always every Super Bowl. It's like it, it comes right up. It's coming on Tuesday. Here we go. And with the, with the 17th game now, we're pushed a week later. We so we're are. even closer to Valentine's Day. I mean, Day. It's, you know, it, it, it just jams up the whole schedule. Sure does. You got something planned for next uh, week? You know what? I'm back to Minnesota on yes. Sunday. Okay. I'll probably land from the airport race home and turn on the big game. Okay. I'll be watching from my couch in Minnesota. I, and meant, then... I meant Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, we'll I mean. be we'll be heading south then, so so after the Super Bowl, we'll get down to warm weather in Florida. What do you mean? Is that where you're going? Yeah, we'll be headed to Florida. Do you have a spot there? And, well, we're getting a spot there in time. Until then, we'll just rent a, rent a place. And, okay. Yeah, so uh, look forward to kind of getting out of Minnesota for a couple months in February, March, and then OTA start back up again in April, and we'll be heading back north. I hear you. I hear you. All right, so what's your prediction for Super Bowl 57, Kirk Cousins, what do you have? Tough call. All these games tend to be so close, but I'm going to go with the Eagles in a close one, maybe something like the Eagles, low 30s, and then the Chiefs, mid-20s. But i got to believe Mahomes and, and Kelsey are going to keep it interesting. Hey, we, I asked that of so – we asked it of Kittle to start the show. I've asked yeah. this of virtually every guest. I don't – how does he get so wide open? Because <laughs> everybody knows. I say you know? the same thing. I everybody say the same knows. thing. Like, um, we're know, watching the game. Yes. You know, we watch it. Yeah. But obviously you see it differently because yeah. you're a quarterback. But 
I mean, you know, Mahomes runs around and then just like, oh, there's Travis Kelsey with no one around him. Maybe and, that's and a combination of, first of all, Andy Reid and Biennemi with their play design. Because yes. I know with Kevin, with Justin, everybody's trying to take Justin away, and he's still showing up. I remember going into the Patriots game on Thanksgiving night thinking, if anybody's going to take Justin away, it's, it's Coach Belichick. There's right. no way he's going to have a great game. Uh, I've seen this real too many times. And then first drive of the game, Justin scores a touchdown, and the rest of the game he made play after play, and you think, well, you know, there's those games where maybe we can still get in the ball. Yeah. And uh, Kelsey's somewhat the same way. But then, you know, when Pat plays off schedule, you know, all bets are off. Correct. So sometimes his ability to play off schedule is probably what then allows Kelsey to still get, get involved. And I know I'm going to say the, the words here, but uh, I'm kind of proud of myself that I just <laughs> did an entire interview with you without asking you about you like that. I mean... <laughs> You didn't bring up the Michigan Michigan State rivalry. Well, we didn't I mean, say you like that. There has to be a rivalry for that to happen. Oh, wow. oh, that's well, there was a good rivalry uh, my, my years. Actually, I would say there wasn't a rivalry my years because it was the other way. So I guess that's what good rivalries do is they just kind of go, go back, back and, and forth, forth, right? They go back and forth. No, I know. I mean, I, 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 I was just trying to be a good host here. Yeah, and then I had to go there. You went there. <laughs> I had I'm to patting go there. myself on the back because yep. you must get that every interview yep. pretty much. Yep. So, well, thanks for coming here. Great to see you, Rich. You got Thank it. Thank you. Kirk Cousins and his appearance here on the Rich Eisen Show, sponsored by K Jewelers. You still have time to find a gift at K Jewelers. Stop by a K store or shop online at K.com to find the perfect Valentine's Day gift before the big game. Thanks for coming on here, sir. Absolutely. Great to see you. That guys. is Kirk Cousins here on the program. When we come back, Super Bowl winning head coach Sean Payton will be here right on the Rich Eisen Show from Super Bowl 57. Uh, Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Sean Payton, Super Bowl winning head coach of the Saints, now with the Denver Broncos. He is walking his way to our set right now. In the meantime, Monster.com wants you to help tackle the job hunt and make your next career move and allow them to do what they do. Work in their voodoo makes you bring your A game and thus 
when you look to change positions and join a new team, Monster.com is there to help. Because Monster.com has millions of job openings and great coaching and career advice for a strong performance when it counts. Plus, when you upload your resume to Monster.com, you can be recruited by employers before they even post their jobs. Monster.com specializes in building the right teams for employers and knows how to match you with those job fits. And when you score the position, Monster.com salary calculator ensures you're paid what you're worth. Get off the sidelines, folks. Go to Monster.com and win the job hunt. Monster.com. You know what was really weird about NFL honors last night? What's that? Is the Jets winning a lot. That was weird. I was wondering if we are going to get to this. Oh, yeah. Jets winning the offensive and defensive rookies of the year and... One of the best offensive rookies of the year got hurt in Week Five for them. They could have had, they could have had two. Yeah, could have been co. In the they could have been co offensive rookies of the year. And then the Hall of Fame class, you got Darrell Revis uh-huh. making it, and I understand he's got his ring with New England. I understand Patriot. that. I get it. He's a and Ty Law is the one who introduced him on the stage. That was uh, somewhat of an unkind cut, but <laughs> he's a Michigan guy, so I, I can't be too upset. <laughs> I'll quit the stand. And then Joe Klecko from the Sack Exchange. Yeah, Joe Klecko. You know, wherever Mark Gastineau was, you know, uh, I was thinking of him. Abdul Salam, yeah. Marty Lyons, and him. It was great to see a lot of the Jet flavor a, last I mean, night. My, my, my squad cool. was real. Yeah, yeah. Dak won as well. Or the uh, <laughs> the uh, doing, Walter man? Payton Man of the Year. And joining us, the man of the moment, courtesy of Zebra. Great to see you. Good to see you. Is Sean Payton here on the Rich Eisen Show. I, the new Denver Broncos head coach, I am uh, appreciative that you just gently shook my hand because we're here at a Super Bowl, and I will never forget after you won the Super Bowl with the New Orleans Saints, <laughs> you come by on the set of the NFL Network. I'll, never, I'll, I'll remember it forever. It was unbelievable. You were so, you know, fired up because you're a Super Bowl winning head coach now. And you slapped our hands. You slapped my hands so hard. I did lose feeling <laughs> like I was Brock it's, Purdy. It's coming back. The, it's just now. You were so, I truly, for that entire interview, I'm like, man, my hand is still tingling. <laughs> Boom, went straight down. I just remember that. Man. Well, when, when at that event, and, and I'm sure it varies per stadium, but. You kind of do a media segment like you would after the game, and then you get in these golf carts, and they take you places. Yes. And so, you know, a lot of times coaches can be, like, crotchety about, I don't want to do another interview here. So when you win the Super Bowl, it's like, who else wants to talk? (laughs) Would you like to sit down here? Because I'd I'd like to keep talking about this. And so we go way back. Listen, I, Rich is part of the if, – if there was a combine rat pack, <laughs> he's one of the founding members. And okay. so we see – you know, what we see here with him running, I, I remember him before that was even – like, he was part of the combine. And so when I hear – I was asked today, oh, someone feels like there should should no longer be a combine. I'm like, it's, it's ludicrous. The, the, the initial beginning of the combine was to combine medical information. Yes. That, that's okay. – so – in, in the, prior to the combine, there were three or four groups, and these colleges would have, you know, imagine all the people coming to the colleges to poke and prod and find out the health of everyone, and then someone said, let's combine the information, let's meet somewhere, and then someone said, hey, while they're here, let's run a 40. <laughs> You might as well. well. While they're here, and then, here. like, let's do a three-cone drill. And, let, <laughs> and so, but the initial intent and purpose of the combine was to combine medical information and hopefully the powers to be are smart enough 
to, uh, to, to keep that in place. It's more efficient for the players. And honestly, I think the players gain from that. I mean, the fastest 40s are run at the Combine. It's a fast track. It is. <laughs> I mean, it's a fat. When, Except when, for when I run it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> then the track is not as fast. But, track. no, I think. But the <laughs> argument would be if we went back to your alma mater and ran a 40. Yes. I think you'd prefer being at the Combine. <laughs> Maybe so. So it's all relative, right? It is. It is. And then we just always had a great time after the every the night was over. I remember a mechanical bull at like 2 in the morning and things like that back in the day, man. That was Good that was like times. that was like Vegas with uh, Sinatra, Martin. There's <laughs> a group of us, okay. and so um, so fun, young and 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 working hard at what we're doing, and uh, and now look, a lot's changed. Like this set, the carpet here, everything. We got the carpet. We got it all working, and I'm, I'm thrilled that you're stopping by. Sean Payton, the Love new it. Denver Broncos head coach, courtesy of Zebra Technologies, and we'll get to that in a second. It was great seeing you last night at the Wheels Up dinner that was as well. That was right? a great spot, just a great spot, and I. Couldn't help but notice the man to your left was your quarterback, Russell so Wilson. You I know? get invited. Um, I think Russell was one of the hosts. Yeah, <laughs> you know they've got a couple hosts. And it, it's a. It wasn't a big party. It was more of a dinner. Yeah. I would say it, it was, was a, a sit down. It was a sit down. Yeah. And so, I've met Russ before. I coached him in the Pro Bowl, and and um, I'm anxious to get over and see him. I haven't seen him since uh, I've become the head coach, and he's sitting with his wife Sierra. And but across from me is Joe Montana. <laughs> And his wife, Jennifer. And so I know Russ was wanting to talk a lot about, like, where we're going. And I kept, like, asking Joe, so on two Jeff Franker drives, how did you read this play? And because when I cut my teeth as a young coach in 97 and 98, it was under Ray Rhodes and John Gruden. They had come from that Bill Walsh, Mike Holmgren. They were in that tree. And so all the cut-ups that I had a chance to be a part of or watch – a lot of them were Joe Montana, and I yeah. still have these tapes. Like, and these are like, when they when you pull these out, this is like the Bible. You open it up, and this <laughs> is the this is the way it was taught. And here he is, and and I, I've met him before, but never had this chance to like. Yeah, he's and across so, the table. He was literally across the table. Russ from keeps me. nudging me, and I'm like, hold on. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a great event. So you got a chance to just uh, chat with Russ and yeah. just be there. It was good. And just yeah. hang and have a nice like normal hangout. It was yeah, pretty absolutely. cool. So you know the the whole question was like you know would you take the job based on what we saw from Russ last year, and why would you do that based on what we saw from Russ? last year. So what do you say about what you saw from Russ last year? I think this, um, at the very beginning of this process, the thing that was unique is when you're working for Fox and you're on a studio show um, and and, and you, you be, become possible or possibly a candidate for these jobs, like they have to ask that question. And so we went in a direction where we just openly talked about it, yeah. whether it was Schrager or Glazier. And yeah. I said, look, this is where it's at. But the important triangle that I felt from experience was ownership and front office GM. And, and I had that, uh, I had experienced that in a really, really positive way in New Orleans with the Benson family, Mr. Benson, the late Mr. Benson, Gail Benson, and then Mickey Loomis, who's a close friend to this day. Like that triangle to me is, is and was number one in this, this decision of mm-hmm. if, if there was a right job. And, and then secondly, you know, what's the, 
culture and fan base like to the city. You, you want to go somewhere where it's important, and it was important in New Orleans for a lot of reasons, maybe even different than at the time, but man, it's important in Denver. And then lastly are the, are the players. And so there's no perfect, but let's talk about it. It's, it's a team that went 5-12. and 12. That's why there's an open job. Generally speaking, when a team underachieves or doesn't play as well as everyone expects, there's a lot of people with dirt on their hands. And we gravitate to the quarterback and the head coach. Sure. I know this. I, I, I know he works his butt off. I know he's going to train hard. All the other things that got out of uh, I'm not interested in where they were, you know, like, so there's going to be a car in the facility with no rear view mirrors on it. And it's a little just symbolic of where we're going. Um, I believe in the system we have, but I also believe that we got to look closely at what's best for this team individually. And it starts with, you know, what does the quarterback do well? And two things that help quarterbacks are good defense and good running game. I think they played pretty good defense last year. Yes, they did. They struggled running the football. And that was part of the issue was that the defense was balling out and the and yeah, the no, offense no. wasn't holding its... It's an issue. I was in New York when, when Foxy and Michael Strahan and Jesse Armstead, those guys were, were fantastic and the offenses were awful and we finally flipped that script to get and we go to a Super Bowl. Right. So I think this... Um, Look, he, Russell lives like six miles from Drew Brees in, in San Diego in the offseason. That, that's where his home is. And so this whole month, Drew is calling me saying, hey, when are you making a decision? This guy's wearing me out. And <laughs> Oh, Russ was wearing him well, out? Well, Russ and Drew. You know, that's, and then, Russ was yeah, wearing yeah, Drew yeah, out. Yeah, okay, just, same about you. Like, yeah, what, what's going on? Is he, oh, yeah. And so I told Drew on the phone, I said, look, I'm going to make you assistant head coach of Delmar Relations. You know, <laughs> you just handle that. But I look, I think um, here's the thing. Um, the challenge is the fun part. Mm -hmm. And I heard you talk about this. Like, mm -hmm. the challenge is the fun part. And, and you know, when we signed Drew in 06, everyone says, well, Miami failed the physical. No, they didn't fail the physical. They, they passed them on the physical, but they didn't offer. They, they were a little bit more leery with their offer, and we were much stronger with our offer because we had to. But the fun part is the, is the challenge. And so... I'm looking forward to working with him. Is it as simple as, you know, Drew was deadly accurate and Drew was also, uh, I'll say it, vertically challenged? And that you have, and that they're Russ different is, players. Okay, and that Russ can just yeah, plug right into your. They're, they're different players. No, I, I, think, I think this is tweaked. The offense changes a little. Um, and then we also have to be, you know, ready to adjust as we see it ourselves. Uh -huh. But. Look, what we did with Kerry Collins in New York was different than what we did with Quincy Carter in Dallas or Vinny Testaverde and then when we signed Drew quickly we changed kind of the just the mm -hmm. we had a coach on our staff that was with Breeze in San Diego that was a coincidence and so we began using terms that he knew because it didn't matter to us we were new um, it's a little bit like a business startup you know that's the fun part yeah, uh, yeah. It is. and you know, and then the huge narrative of last week: Sean Payton was uh, the personal coach of Russ. You're not going to let him. You're not going to let him Look, have that. I was asked the question about, yeah, you know, 
this was we did a press conference and then we had this we called the scrum. It, yeah, the scrum on the side. They called it a gaggle. Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, you had a gaggle. You did have a gaggle. We're not gaggle. calling it a gaggle anymore. And I, I love it's your Pat. show now. I love Patrick Smythe. Patrick's fantastic. Patrick is great. He's a stud. He's been there so for a long time. So we have this gaggle, which means more questions. And so we're talking, and somebody just said, "Hey, you know, Russell's had a coach." Uh, in the building, you know, helping him. Uh, your thoughts on that? And I and I was honest. I said I'm unfamiliar with that. I'm unfamiliar with what that looks like, mm-hmm. which means I'm probably not going to do that. In fact, we're not going to do that. And <laughs> and but that, um, like he said last night to me, he said, you know, I want to be coached hard. All these players want to be coached hard. They they really do. And so, and and creating that environment that's best for the team. And the accountability that's best for the the team. Um, there there were a lot of things they didn't do well last year, and and that falls on a lot of different people, and a lot of different people are gone. So you didn't in between the peas and prosciutto's and the Rayo's meatballs didn't say to you, "Hey, I want my coach back." No, no, no. Okay, there was no. We're, we're, that? I think it was pretty clear. So I don't think there was any. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel. Yes, it was, yeah, I, it was clear. But it was he, clear. listen, he was fantastic, and and uh, yeah, it was good. Okay, Sean Payton here, courtesy of Zebra Technologies. Walk me through the latest. I I love all these technologies and what. So so we, the, we, all, we all got exposed to Zebra nine years ago when they partnered with the NFL. Yeah. And I, I think it's always important to explain to people Zebra is the barcode. You know, so when you're at the store and you swipe something and you see the barcode, that's what they do mm-hmm. long before they thought about putting chips and shoulder pads. They, they, you know, so if you're at Best Buy or Walmart and you swipe something, that's, that's a Zebra barcode that tells you what it is and how much it costs. All right. It's information tracking, and so we we put the little chips in the shoulder pads, and we get the players miles per hour, and and then we call it next-gen stats. Yes, sir. All right, so I actually know the lady that actually invented that term, all right, but that's a zebra term, next-gen stats tell me this player was traveling 21 miles an hour. So it provided a studio entertainment value, right? Mm -hmm. And then... It also provided us at the club level of putting these in their pads and and just watching practice um, volumes, miles per hour, how far they traveled, because we began to get better at practicing more efficiently, but also to avoid soft tissue injuries. My first exposure was just trying to reduce hamstrings and, and muscle cramping and looking down at the receivers in a practice training camp session, the average distance for a two and a half hour practice was six to six and a half miles for a wide receiver. That's when they enter the field till they leave. Brandon Cooks was at eight. And so why was he at eight? Let's pay attention to it because shame on us if Brandon has, a, has an injury. And so you take a broad-based approach and say, we're going to cut back on practice. Well, what does that really mean? This just gave me a way to measure it. That's fantastic. Wow, but now the chips are in the balls. You bet it yes. is. All right. Where are we going with this, Sean? So you know me, where we're going gonna with go this. I'm going to go back before I go forward. We all okay. saw the chain gang episode what in Philly. The, have they broke, how many chains <laughs> broke in the playoffs? Now, man? listen. It yeah. gets better. The best part it of the chain better. gang experience yes. is when they brought the second set in. Yeah. And we examined it in our own eyes. And every one of us said, it's tangled. This is going to take 30 seconds. <laughs> 
We've all had a hose that had a knot. <laughs> yes. We saw this. This thing sat tilted at the basement of this stadium, unused for eight years. <laughs> yes. And we knew it was tangled. And I thought, are they going to go to commercial here? <laughs> Like, you can't make this up. No. So what so, are we just going to start? So let me just start with this. They do have me- – we can still have a 10-yard measuring stick. They make untangled chains like our hoses now. You know the ones yeah. you just pull out? Yeah. Like, they, yep. they can never get tangled. Never. Exactly. I want that. Never. Yeah. All right. The are ch- we going to are we going to start using a football of GPS? The chips in the football. Everything? Let's just start with the idea that it crosses the goal line. Yes, sir. And when it touches the goal line, the goalposts light up. Yes. Oh, oh. yeah. Right, because in the NBA, yes. when it turns zero zero zero, do you see the backboard? Yes, yes. of course you know. So yes. what does the official look at? He just looks at the hand and the ball. Yeah. And if it's here, it's good. If it's here, it's not. Correct. So wouldn't we like to be able to see that light and then look at the knee? Yes, oh, we would. Yes. And so, Guess and then the other thing that's crazy, when Famous. I punt this ball and it goes out of bounds in the air, the method at which we measure that, that it's the eye test. No. You know, we always think of we always think of the, the yodeler on the price is right who keeps going up and they yodel and it's the ref just it's like the yodeler going this up. This guy oh. back here just starts walking just, fast just, and I look and I look and I look and then I'm like <laughs> And have we ever questioned that? Never. You know I, why? Because we go to break all the time after a yeah. punt. We go to break. No one says this. we just got screwed on that. That's right. <laughs> they went out of the bounds 20 yards deep in the air over tell. a plane, and they just said that looks about right, 38 yards. <laughs> so when are we going to get to that? Because it's not just that, obviously, zebra might have the technology. The first thing we have to do is draw attention to it, and well, so that's what we're doing right now. Well, you also got to get in the competition committee room and start. I, I know that. you got to get back in yeah, there and start gotta, knocking we, some heads together. we gotta, we got we got some other challenges right now. But, <laughs> but... <laughs> Now, let's be the devil's advocate here for a second because I just work TV. You've done TV. Yes, sir. All right. There's something cool about the chain gang coming out yep. and extending it. And, oh, yeah. it's, it's close. A little simple. Don't little, ever lose track of this. All the suspense. things we're doing are TV driven. Yeah, right. All right. There's a reason this challenge flag that I'm carrying that has two ounces of sand and a rubber band wrapped around it <laughs> that I launch onto the field. When I disagree, when I could easily just beep a button, yeah. but we want to see this fly, and then we throw it differently. Like we throw it in disgust right at the feet, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's great drama. And so you know, <laughs> we're not changing that, are we? You know, in other words, there's a happy balance here. That's fine. But I do think we can get to a few things because ultimately we want to help the officials. That's yeah. all. And Zebra just uh, announced an extension of their partnership with the NFL through at least 2025, which is great. And uh, I always love having you on the show, man. I yeah. always appreciate you stopping No, I appreciate by. you. I love our friendship. Right back at you. Yeah. And so your prediction for Super Bowl 57. So. Is I, I said this on air last week. I'll, I'm going to be asked it again tomorrow sure. or Sunday. I, I felt the, the winner of the NFC championship game was going to win this game, um, and I still feel that way. I feel Philadelphia is going to win this game. Um, there's one little thing that's a, a little bugaboo that I think we got to pay attention to. I think Kansas City's much further along in the kicking game. I watched that return last week that led to the touchdown. I mean, What's his name? Scott, or who was it? That Sky Moore. Sky, Sky Moore. Moore had the punt return. Yes. Look, they got a veteran special teams coach and top. You know. Yeah. And so, if you if you that's the one area 
that if we see, and this comes up every 10 years, you know, you had Green Bay with Desmond Howard returning a kickoff versus the, if there's, if there's some explosives in the kicking game favoring Kansas City, then that trumps the, this, this discussion. I think Philadelphia runs the ball more effectively. I think they currently have been playing better defense. Um, and so I, I think it's Philadelphia's game. Um, that's why I'm picking to win. And, and look, here's the other thing. Like, so I had made that prediction before getting hired with the Chiefs. Yeah. And so once yeah. you're in the division with a team, yeah. like my son said this to me when, we were, when he was younger and we were watching the Falcons in the playoffs. And I said, Connor, who are you liking in this game? And he said, Dad, we can't root for the Dirty Birds. So we can't root for the Chiefs, can we? I no, mean, I, no, now you're no. a Bronco. Yeah, exactly. We're, so we're rooting for Philly. I got you. And then, of course, in terms of special teams, you never know when some crazy That's ass. The, some just crazy remember ass. this. Yeah. That little discussion we just had. Okay. Kicking game related. Kicking I was about to say, you yeah. never know when some crazy-ass coach is going to start the second half of a Super Bowl with an onside that. kick either. Yeah. You never you know. never know that. And there's going to be a scrum. Great to see you, Sean Payton. Great to see you guys. You got it. Sean Payton, you the new head coach of the Denver Broncos, joining Thank us you. here, courtesy of Zebra Technologies. When we come back, we give you our game predictions before Burt Kreischer stops by in person. Oh. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network along with Sirius XM and Odyssey. And we're about to give away, or we're about to uh, predict, uh, predict the Super Bowl. But I, I just want to uh, give out some uh, much-deserved appreciation and kudos to the one team event management, um, the, the, uh, the event management team of one team, uh, Eric Nelson, Richie Bray, Jay Hathaway, for making this shoot so... Uh, Easy and lovely, and uh, Rush Media's Rusty Cummins. I want to thank Rusty for everything that he has done. D before E, Dave Edwards, Lauren, Mike, and Pepper. I mean, this, look at this set. Look at what Phenomenal. this set looks like. Man, and, so and just, I want to thank everybody from uh, 
the event management team of one team and everyone else. And we, uh, before the show, because we got to get out of Dodge um, as yep. soon as this show is over, yep. and Dodge being the Super Bowl experience, this was our uh, our crew yeah, before before we started our day. And yeah. this is so great. I mean, look, uh, awesome, we've told man. our story over and over and over again about how. Uh, how many different uh, hurdles we had to leap uh, before we finally uh, hooked up with the Roku channel uh, and and the partnership with Roku and the Roku channel is just phenomenal. Shout out Roku Joe and uh, Roku Joe is here. <laughs> yes, indeed. And so uh, we're just we're, we're we're thrilled to be here um, at the Super Bowl experience and and have a great experience together yeah. with the entire crew. So thank you to so many people uh, whose name I just didn't even mention. And thank you, man. Oh no, thank you. <laughs> no, See, no. I heard that. I was a good listener. <laughs> no, thank you. My goodness. Wow. It's going to stick. No, it's going to stick. It's going to stick. By the way, Rich, this shirt still smells. Doesn't it smell it's nice? Smells That's great. great that now you're truly creeping me out. <laughs> it's time, gents. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you it ready? is time oh. for the big game predictions presented by Subway. Thank you for the music, sir. Let's go Let's for go it. For Chris Brockman. You are first, predicting the big game. What is your big game prediction? I need a final score. Who's going to win, and who is the most valuable player of the big game? Go for it. I think it's going to be a close game. We're going to get close to the total, which is at 51 now. We're not going to go over. I'm going to go under. I'm going to say Philadelphia 26-24. Jalen Hurts, your MVP. That's your prediction, huh? All right, so you heard all of the Eagles, everyone saying Philly, 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 and you went Philly after all of that. I got to say, Sean Payton kind of convinced me. He kind of put me over the top with the analysis. Okay. But I am keeping an eye on the kicking game. That's what he said, keep an eye on it. What do you have, TJ Jefferson, your big game prediction? Yeah, man, I I think the the yard birds, they jump out early. Uh, probably take the lead into the fourth quarter. I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. I think in the end, Patrick Mahomes is going to rally the Chiefs. I have them coming back to win the game 33-27. to And uh, Mr. Mahomes will be your most valuable player, and he will continue on that path to greatness. Well, it's now time for me to break the tie here uh, and predict the big game. As you know, all year long, Chiefs Nation has been uh, very upset with me. Yeah, because I looked at the Tyreek Hill departure as a sign that their reign atop the AFC West would be over. I still thought they would be a playoff team, but I thought that there were uh, holes that needed to be filled also on defense. So I chose the Raiders to win the division, and I still have egg on my face for that. And Chiefs Kingdom folks that I've been running into here in Arizona have done nothing but remind me of that, and I'm glad that Eric Stone Street hasn't arrived yet, as he will do that as well. So I believe it is fascinating, if you will, potentially ironic, like rain on your wedding day, that I am going to predict the Kansas City Chiefs to win the big game. And I am taking them to win the big game by a final score of 28 to 24. Oh. I do believe it is going to be a high-scoring affair inside this stadium where I watched a Fiesta Bowl put up damn near 100 yeah. points. Yep. Yeah. It's a it's a friendly stadium for this yeah. type of neutral site game. And I am going to say that uh, in, in the same way that Mariucci uh, in his mold, Kurt Warner's record, if you will, of being the last Super Bowl MVP to have won the MVP of the playing season, that's going to get smashed. And Patrick Mahomes will indeed be the first 
Super Bowl MVP to also be the league MVP since Kurt Warner did it in 1999. And I'm taking Kansas City Chiefs wow. to win right. the big wow. game. Oof. That's what I'm going to do. And that was Big Game Predictions presented by Subway. Subway's upping their game with the all-star Subway Series menu. Order by name or number, and they'll do the rest. There you go. Oh, I have a prediction, Rich. What do you got, Mike? The weather prediction. Oh! oh. It's not going to rain inside. <laughs> this guy. He's on. I thought you were going to actually tell me what the weather was Super Sunday. Because uh, no, 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 that no, is no, a significant no. piece of it's information. It's going to be sunny. We're in Arizona. It's beautiful out here. <laughs> Look it up. I bet you I'm right. Look, Look it, it up. up. I bet you I'm <laughs> right. Mike just doesn't want to do any more weather reports because no, right. it's all flop sweaty when he does it. No, I'm not. I'm fine. Wow. No, but I can tell you, it's not going to rain at all. Give me the grass is outside right sunny. now. I think it might have been moved inside. All right, then let's do one last one here. Non-quarterback who could win the MVP go. Non-quarterback who well, Because if you're taking Philadelphia. Well, if I'm taking Philadelphia, I'm going to take Miles Sanders. I would, if I was if I was Philadelphia, picking Philadelphia and choosing a non-quarterback, I'd choose Hassan Reddick. If he has a game in Super Bowl... 57. Maybe. Like the one that he had. Who would be the MVP of the NFC Championship game? Do they give those out? I don't know. Like, it would be Reddick. Hassan Reddick was the most valuable player on that day. That one play changed the whole game. But he also had a fumble recovery of the Josh Johnson uh, snap that went off his grill. I think Philly's going to be able to run the ball, which is going to limit how much, you know, offensive time of possession the Chiefs have. And Miles Sanders is going to have a good game in that respect. Okay. You know, if that's the case. Kansas City Chief not named Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP. Uh, I would say... It can't be Kelsey because Mahomes is going to be the one getting in the ball. And if that's the case, then... That's true, but Kelsey could put up some incredible receiver numbers that break records. Like Edelman. Edelman was MVP. Yeah. So I would say Kelsey would have been, but... No, you can choose him. we got to go on the defensive side. I would say you're going to need that defense to stand up. So let's say Frank Clark. Uh, or Chris Jones. Or Chris, well, I think Chris Jones was kind of an obvious, so I tried to go a little okay. know, a little different. But, yeah, that I mean, one of those guys I have a feeling is going to make some pretty huge plays on Sunday. I remember I got so much crap from my buddy Doug, who might be out there watching, when I said Kelsey was going to win MVP of the Super Bowl in Tampa. Mm. I was way off because there was nobody doing anything offensively for the team that night. But Kelsey is truly... It's different. Unbelievable. The number of people that say, I don't know how he gets open. I don't, I don't know. You know, Mahomes runs around quite a bit, and, and then he knows where to find that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, all weekend long right here on the Roku channel, the Rich Eisen Show Big Game Bonus Special will be airing. And my guests uh, on that show, uh, Cameron um, yeah, Cam is going to be stopping. Cam, Cameron Jordan is going to be stopping by. Also on the show, Anthony Ramos, the actor from In the Heights, now the new Transformers movie. And then um, the Kelseys, Donna and Ed Kelsey, the parents of Jason and Travis, will be here. Nice. It's going to be a fun show. And again, you can, for the first time ever, stream the Super Bowl for free. Super Bowl 57 on Westwood One is coming up Sunday. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. Our final hour here at the Super Bowl State coming up. Bert Kreischer will join us coming up next. Shirts on, guys. Shirts on. Shirts on. Yeah. Shirts on. I, I will what did you that. do last night, DJ Mikey D? Because again, I went to I did on NFL honors, and then went to this uh, Wheels Up Rayo's dinner, which was phenomenal. Where I did see uh, Sean Payton and Russ and Montana. How was the Can't actual confirm. dinner? Oh, uh, Copper Manning was sitting at the table oh. next to uh, um, 
Trevor Lawrence. And here is a funny moment. I because they they had me go up on stage to do a little Q and A, and they had Russ up there and Sean Payton and Joe Montana, Jim Gray, who I introduced oh. as the star of the Let's Go podcast. <laughs> and I told him, I said, don't ask anybody their timetables up here because they'll curse you out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I said to you know, hey, raise your hand, anyone here who's ever won a Super Bowl, and you know, Russ puts his hand up, and yeah. Sean Payton puts his hand up, and Montana puts up. Four. <laughs> he put up four. And so I think um, then uh, uh, Kenny Dichter, the CEO of Wheels Up, goes, are there any current NFL players, anybody who's played an NFL game that's here? And a bunch of folks obviously put up. Alex Smith was there. He yeah. raised his hand. Also raising his hand was Garrett Wilson was there. Uh, Debo was there. Debo. It was a heck of a night. Wow. And then when asked anybody who ever played in an NFL game, Cooper Manning raised his hand. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, Cooper. as we all know, coming up when college football season starts, Very funny. he will be the man of the hour. Yeah, no doubt. That is for sure. Burt Kreischer coming up. <laughs> Look at him in the purple room of the Roku channel.